Hello, my loves. Welcome to Sydney Campbell, the podcast. Um, I am a digital course creator, coach, podcaster, um, focused on helping women get paid to fulfill their life's purpose and follow their intuition. Um, in this podcast, I really love to do interviews with other women that have um, really been expanders for me to share their wisdom with you, um, share their inspiration with you, and also to do solo podcast episodes to share everything that I have learned along the way with you guys that have been beneficial for me, um, as well as continuing to share what I what I learn as I grow, um, because I'm growing all the time. Um, so I'm so, so grateful that you're here. Um, I hope that this podcast serves you, and let's jump in. Hello, everyone. I wanted to record a really quick intro for this interview episode before we get into it. Today, I had the pleasure of interviewing Court Barrett, who is a spiritual side hustle coach, a breathwork facilitator, and a podcaster. We had an amazing, incredible conversation. We touched on so many things, um, everything from her business journey to her love for social media, um, the shifts that she's made in her business, like from the start, um, from when she knew she was going to, when she knew she wanted to become an entrepreneur, um, but wasn't really sure what she wanted to do with that yet. Um, and we talked about things like she shared some pieces of advice for beginning stage business owners, which was really powerful. Um, you know, how she was able to go full time in her business now, which is such a huge accomplishment and so exciting. Um, she shares really incredible advice today on this episode about, um, the importance of, like just to keep going, even if you don't see results right away and really um, knowing that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And we talked a lot about her journey with that and how she experienced that in her own business. Um, I also love that she talked about the importance of rest and how she found herself hustling in the beginning of the pandemic when she was working on her business. And she's really moved from a place of hustling to a place of resting and making that time for rest in her life and really running her business in a more flowy way that feels much better and much more nourishing for her. Um, And yeah, it's been, it was, like I said, a really beautiful, really, really beautiful conversation. It was such a pleasure to have her on. Um, We even touched on some things about like having an abundance mindset when it comes to clients. We talked about niching down. We talked about money mindset and pricing and selling and really having that confidence in sales. Um, And really one of the big takeaways that I even loved learning from her on this episode was having the consistency to show up and build connections on Instagram and how important that is for for your business and for your growth. So I hope that you guys love this episode. Um, And yeah, let's just get right into it. Hello, my loves. I wanted to jump on here and just share a quick note from our sponsor. So one of our sponsors of today's episode is actually my signature one-on-one coaching program. Um, This coaching program is by application only, um, and it's for anyone who is ready to really step into learning how to get paid to share their gifts with the world, learning how to get paid to do what they love, learning how to start their own online business, um, and pretty much teaching you guys the exact process that I have went through in my own business and my own journey over the last two years. Um, and we would be covering that all together in six months. So 
I'm currently, before I tell you all of the details about this or some of the details about this, and then I will, um, I will leave a link in the show notes below for you guys to check out the sales page and check out and see if it feels aligned and it feels like it's a good fit for you. Um, I'm only going to be taking on five one-to-one clients at a time. So I'm already booked up with three. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling called to apply, um, now is the time. So my one-to-one coaching program is is such just such a great container. I have just loved working with people one-on-one because I feel like we can really get some massive stuff done um, in a really short amount of time when it's focused and when it's really individualized, right? So what's included in my signature one-on-one coaching program, um, I take a really deep dive approach into one-to-one coaching. So my coaching is the perfect mix between the spiritual and the practical, the tough love, and just so much love and encouragement for you as you navigate this intuitive business journey. Um, we touch on everything that I've learned, like I said, to everything that I've learned and utilized to build my own divinely guided business, um, including the energy of money and overcoming your money blocks, the importance of investing in yourself and tapping into gratitude and empowerment for paying for your life getting clear on your mission and how you're feeling called to serve others, creating your signature process that you're going to walk your clients through during your own time working with them, Um, learning how to follow what feels good in your business, aka follow your intuition, to trust the intuitive hits that you receive around your business instead of being in your head about it and overthinking it, Um, creating free content to serve your ideal clients, attracting them to you and your offers, learning how to build an online community that you're absolutely obsessed with, creating your roadmap for different tiers in your business. So pretty much the journey that you're going to walk your clients through, Um, learning how to utilize workflows for more focus and organization, learning how to create and build your own email list and website, Um, getting clear on your desires in this lifetime for not only your life, but also your business and manifesting each one into your life and walking through the manifestation process of that, Um, planning the next six months of your business together, including financial goals, content, and offers. So the six months after we're done working together, Um, and then anything else you might have, you might have any questions or need advice or guidance around along the way. Um, I specifically love one-to-one coaching because I feel like we can really work through limiting beliefs very quickly. Um, which if I've learned anything, I feel like the limiting beliefs that come up when you're building a business can be the biggest thing that stop you from moving forward. And I really just love to help my clients work through these things. So each month with me, you'd receive two 60 minute coaching calls and unlimited message access to me via WhatsApp um, or wherever else that we communicate, whether you text me, if we're on Instagram, if you want to email, doesn't matter. Um, and my, I'm currently offering this in a six-month container, so it'll be 12 calls total. Um, and I'm also available to review any work that you do and give you tips and advice when applicable. So not only do we have, like I said, 12, 12 one-hour-long calls together, but also... Um, I give you free access to all of my live events and programs launched within our time working together. So all of my master classes or workshops and digital courses will be yours free um, when you work with me one-to-one. And then lastly, um, all of my signature one-to-one clients are going to be featured on this podcast. So um, this is really your chance to be seen and to get your work out there because I know that if you feel called to work with me, um, I know that the you guys that are listening to this podcast are going to absolutely love 
you know, love those, those clients as well. So if you are feeling called to work with me one-to-one, um, the investment for the six month coaching program, if you're like, how much is it? I know everyone always asks me that. Um, so your investment is going to be $240 per month for six months. Um, and I'm currently taking applications to start in January of 2021. So I will leave the link below in the show notes for you to get all the rest of the details. See if this feels aligned. If it feels like a hell yes, please go ahead and apply. Um, and I will be in touch via email to see if it's a great fit. Um, And yeah, I'm just so excited. So I love you guys. Like I said, I'm only taking on five clients and I already have three. So if you're feeling called, please make sure you apply to save your seat. Um, And yeah, I just figured I would let you guys know. I'm so excited about this offering. Um, uh, I just love you guys so much. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode. Um, I'm excited for another podcast interview this week um, with the lovely Court Barrett. Um, I stumbled across her Instagram, God, what was that, like two, a week ago, two weeks ago? I don't remember when. That. <laughs> but I was like, I just love this girl's energy, and I feel like our we're both really in a similar situation with who we help and who we serve, mm-hmm. so I figured it would be really beautiful to have you on. So welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love it. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, where you're based out of, whatever you feel called to share. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a spiritual side hustle coach. I am also a breathwork facilitator and a podcaster. And right now I'm currently based out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. It's absolutely amazing. And I actually used to live here. I left for a year to go to San Francisco and I've recently returned about a month ago and it definitely feels so aligned to be back here out in nature and really just reconnecting with that feminine energy, which is not only really great for my soul, but it's also interesting to see kind of how that is playing out in my business and you know, as I mentioned, I am a spiritual side hustle coach, and it also is translating into the work that I'm doing with women on building their businesses and also coming from this approach that I am kind of sinking into now. So in a nutshell, it's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I want to kind of hear about, and again, I talked to, we, I mentioned this briefly before we started recording for everyone who's listening, but my whole intention with bringing guests on is to help yeah. just show that if we can do it, like you can do it. And that's like a really big part is like encouraging and making it super relatable. Like I'm always like, I'm always like, take your coach off the pedestal, like let them become your friend. Like that's the energy that I am in with my, with my clients. So I just love to hear like where you were before starting your business, like how long ago you started your business and just kind of walking us through like your journey essentially. Yeah. Well, first of all, I have to say, I love what you're doing here. And I think it's, it's so important because before I started my business, I would see so many people out there doing things that I was interested in. And I was like, okay, I wish I could do that, but you know, maybe that's just not for me. You know, these people can do it, but I can't do it. And I think having this platform and this opportunity is so golden because it's really showing people that anyone can do it. So I love that. Just first of all, I had to say that, Good. <laughs> but essentially to, to get where I am today, it, it's been a process for sure. Um, all things considered, I will say I am pretty, pretty young. I'm 23 years old at the moment. And I got started in the whole business world, I would say 
um, with my degree. So I actually ended up studying hotel business okay. uh, at the time. Obviously, what kind of business I'm interested in, um, that has changed. Um, but I've always kind of had this inkling that I was interested in uh, marketing and sales. And, and at the time, I was thinking the, the hotel and the travel industry was what I was interested in, but um, that has changed. Yeah. And I got this feeling that I wanted to start my own business. Um, and my dad is also uh, very entrepreneurial himself. So um, definitely kind of a special gift to have that in the family. But I obviously know that that is not all that common. So I definitely don't take that for granted. Uh, but I always wanted to start a business, but I had just no idea what I, what I wanted it to be, what I wanted it to be about. And I kind of started working that muscle by just saying like, okay, if I could do anything, what would I do? And I just started toying around with ideas. And at the beginning, a lot of them, um, they were just ideas, but they got the gears turning. And I think that's really important because, you know, thinking about ideas and thinking outside of the box and, and just picturing what different possibilities could be will lead you to the right thing. Even if the very first thing that comes to your mind isn't something that you do anything with. Right. <laughs> and I feel like even with that too, it's like getting out of that mode of like perfectionism and thinking yeah. that it has to be perfect to start. Cause like, and I'm only, tw I'll be 23 in a couple, in like two weeks. So okay, we're cool. around the same age. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I have a nursing background. Like I work as a nurse full time and I'm like, never, I've always wanted like the freedom lifestyle and I'm like nursing, yeah. just give it to me. So I love that. That's, I love that. And how great that your dad, what does your dad do? If you don't mind me asking, like what kind of business? Yeah. So, so currently he's in the tech industry. Okay. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kind of a bit different, um, but he's always been interested in personal development. And I think that's kind of what um, helped me to ease into that world. Like when I was in high school, he got me the book Think and Grow Rich. And, and I don't know how many people could say that their, their dad was the one that introduced them to that. And, right. and over time it, you know, kind of went from the, the personal development to spirituality into, you know, everything that I'm interested in today, but that's kind of where it all started. That's awesome. So I'm really grateful to him for that. <laughs> so when you first started, let me like, just kind of backtrack. So you graduated college and you, did you end up working in the hotel business at all? Or you were just like, that's not for me. Like, how did that work? Like, did you get a job yeah. or an internship or how did that yeah, work? So, so when I was a student, I was working in hotels every summer with okay. the intention to go into like sales or marketing in that industry. And it was by the time I graduated, I was like, oh, I really want to be an entrepreneur, but I still don't know what I want to do. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to work in this industry kind of you know, develop my skills in the corporate world when it comes to these kinds of things that I'm interested in and, you know, use my free time in the evenings on the weekends to, to figure out what comes next, essentially. So I ended up working a sales job in the corporate events industry. And that was when on the weekend, I came up with an idea for my first business. So I ended up starting a subscription box, which was a personal development, spiritual book of the month box. Cool. And awesome. yeah, yeah, and, and it's no longer in existence. And, and honestly, it really didn't get too far if I am being completely transparent yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I do think potentially in the future, maybe I'll pick it up again, but um, not for the foreseeable future. But I think it was a really great opportunity for me to kind of like figure out what's going down in the online yeah. space. Because um, I will say having a product-based business versus a service-based business is like, a whole another beast and and I didn't have a coach or a mentor in that space 
Um, and not that you need to have one, but I, I really struggled with it. I just um, had no idea what I was doing, to be quite honest. Um, but it taught me so much. And, and one thing that I really loved when I was creating that was what I was doing on social media to, to talk about it, to get it out there. And, and what I noticed is that a lot of the work that I was doing wasn't necessarily all about the box, but it was me talking about what I was going through, my experiences, and, you know, kind of making that connection saying, you know, the, the personal development spiritual books aren't just about what you're reading, but like, this is what's going on in my life because of these things. And I didn't realize that like the whole time that I was working on that business, I personally was having this massive transformation. And that's what led me to close that down at the end of 2019 and say, you know what, I really want to move into the coaching space. And, and by that time, I'd, I kind of figured out a group with um, Instagram and, and the whole email list thing and then website building, and that ended up turning into my coaching business. So it was the end of January last year that I became a spiritual nine to five coach. And essentially, I was, I was reflecting on the business journey so far, and I realized that there were a lot of moments where things got tough and I let myself stall. Uh, because I didn't really have any support or accountability other than myself. And there were times where I couldn't figure something out and it got really, really challenging. So I essentially was like, you know what, put this thing on pause. And, and, you know, a couple of weeks would go by where I didn't really work on my business. And I decided that once I was going to be a coach and also somebody who was that support and accountability for others, you know, I didn't want to be doing that anymore. So I took the leap and hired my first ever business coach and from there, you know, everything, everything changed and I loved being a coach. So I was doing that for, I'd say about half of 2020, I was doing the spiritual nine to five coaching. And I realized that I actually wanted to help women start their own spiritual coaching businesses. Because by that time I realized that, you know, I got in my foundation under me. I figured out, you know, how to build this business myself. Uh, but also since I'd been working in the corporate sales industry for a few years and also gone to business school that I really love business, especially when it came to the spiritual context and using our gifts to, to serve the world. And yeah, in, in a nutshell, that's kind of how I got to what I'm currently doing. And, and the breathwork was something that just kind of came along the path where I, I felt a call to become a facilitator. I'd only done two group classes and at the end of the class he he said there was a training and I signed up and it's been something beautiful to add to my business because when you are new to being a coach when you're new to having a business so many different fears and limiting beliefs come up and a lot of times the first thing that we really turn to is mindset and mindset is is so important but I feel like oftentimes we forget about what's still in our body, even if we feel like we've cleared those things out from the mind. So I love having the breath work as a component to what I do because, you know, once you've done the mindset work, it really helps to amplify it and really just release everything from the body. So that's now a part of what I do. And I also have a podcast where I talk about pretty much everything that I just mentioned in and way more depth and also bring on amazing guests to share their expertise. So Amazing. Yeah, I that's, that's been great. <laughs> I know it's like a whole like, elevator pitch, right? Of everything that, no, yeah. that's incredible. I, it's funny too, that you say that because like I started my business in like the wellness coaching industry and I 
mm-hmm. with somebody I was like in nursing school at the time was really like loved health and fitness still do but I'm like I don't really know like that things have changed in my business whatever yeah. but I was like debating on becoming a personal trainer or like doing online mm-hmm. wellness coaching and I was mm-hmm. like you know what for the t- sake of time it, I just trusted my gut on it I did wellness coaching and that was like not for me, <laughs> like the whole structure, it was like with an MLM. I was like, this is just not mm-hmm. my jam. And I started realizing like, and I love that you're, you incorporate spirituality into your, like your coaching business and helping people biz, build spiritual, like spiritual businesses and all of those things. Yeah. Because like I, in the beginning, that was like what I so desperately needed. And that's how I've to, like really changed my gear into like an intuitively led business coach, because mm-hmm. like, I think we can go out there and do what everybody else is doing and try to follow, like keep up with the Joneses, so to speak with like our business and think like, well, if I want to be a coach, I have to take one-on-one clients or if I have to do this. And it's like, what feels good to you? Like, what do you want to do? What's exciting to you? Like, yes, the structures are important. And yes, like having that foundation, like you said, of like building the business and knowing like your Instagram and your email list and your website and like the tiers of your business is incredible. But like, mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel good, why are you doing it? You know? And that's yeah. like a big focus for me with like my clients, because I'm like, I, again, like I learned so much, but I was like, this was mm-hmm. so out of alignment. And I wish someone would have been like, you don't have to do this. Like you can like change <laughs> gears, you know? And I was, and I was in a similar boat, like didn't have a coach didn't really take any courses or anything. And I was doing it like myself. And I was like, and then as soon as I started investing in myself, everything changed. So that was kind of my very similar parallel story. So I love it. <laughs> like, of yeah. course. And um, I think it's important to share too, that like the first thing that we did was not what we're currently doing because that holds so many people back as saying, well, what if I start this and I don't want to keep doing it and saying, okay, well, at least you've started, you know, you've maybe started to build an audience. You have built up your confidence. You've learned some things and then you can switch gears. Like that's, that's okay. <laughs> right? And that's like following. And that's, well, and that's like the whole thing I talk about taking inspired action and everything, yeah. but I really feel like, and even from a manifestation like standpoint, like, yes, the law of attraction is amazing, but we have to take some sort of action in order for the Absolutely. universe to be like, this is what we're supposed to do next. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think, and like in the very beginning, it's like not if we wait until it's perfect, we're never going to do it. And then like, I would, and I'm always like, take the messy action. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect, like whatever. And you just kind of take it one step at a time. So that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of with your business, like, and like, I, like you explained where you were before, how you stumbled across into business, what would your, from your journey, and I feel like this is such a hard question to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I'm up for it. <laughs> what <laughs> is your like, biggest piece of advice for anyone right now who's like dreaming of starting their own business Mm -hmm. or is in the very beginning stages like what were your like what were your big aha moments that you were like I if I could scream this from the rooftop like this is what you need to hear if you're in that space yeah okay I love this question I'm actually perfectly prepared to answer it because I just shared a podcast episode was the top five things I learned in my first year as a coach. I love it. There we go. Um, But I would say one of the biggest lessons and, and why I really particularly want to share this one is because it's, it's something that I probably get asked about the most often, whether it's by clients or people in my community is, you know, what do I do if it feels like it's just not working or, you know, I've been going at this for however long and, it feels like nobody wants to work with me or I just, I keep getting rejected. And what I always tell people is I did not 
make any sales in my business until four months after showing up consistently. And, and what I do want to say is that you could do it a lot faster than that. Um, you could also take longer than that. And, and I think the thing that's so important to remember is that everyone's journey is different. And, and we see so many success stories left and right, especially on social media. And sometimes it can feel like we're so behind or like we're the only ones that aren't getting it. And, and I want to share that because, you know, I'm grateful to say that today I actually am full time as a coach. And in those first four months, when I started, I probably could not have imagined that because I thought that there was something wrong with me that uh, nobody wanted to work with me. And there were times where I was like, why am I even doing this? And and I would break down and cry. Like, I'm not ashamed to say that I would get really emotional because a lot of times when you run a business that is so closely intertwined with your your personal experience and what you truly truly care about it's something that you can take really to heart mm-hmm. and i would be like man you know when i started this i made the commitment to show up every single day on instagram stories to always show my face to yes. to always be you know speaking my voice because i wanted to make this connection and i've been doing that for four months straight at that point wondering why you know, it just seemed like it wasn't working. And, and all of a sudden, you know, it did. And it's so important to keep going, even when it feels like it's not happening. And, and sometimes it is a case for time, but also sometimes it's a case to reflect and say, okay, well, is there maybe something that I want to change? Right. And really being able to, to look back and to take feedback and also to see where you might need to, to realign things, whether that is in your mindset or your energy or whether that's actually in your strategy and, and the things that you're doing every day. Right. Um, but essentially just to, to keep going, because I know that sometimes when you're new and, and things seem hard, it can be really, really tempting to, to throw the towel in. So that's, yeah. and that's you like never know, and you never know what moment it's going to like take off or like when you're going to yeah. be the first client or like, yeah, no, I love that. And even like what you said about showing up on Instagram and like showing your face and being present and like, that, that connection building is like, no, that's like, the, that's always my biggest thing. I'm like, start the podcast, start the YouTube channel, like yeah. just start getting your face, like getting yourself out there, you know? And I feel like for so many people, it can be so terrifying because it's outside of your comfort zone and like everything. And like, if I think back two years ago to think that I would be doing what I'm doing now, it's oh, like, I, I would be just like, you're crazy. Like, there's no freaking way. <laughs> like I would have thought I'm going to be a nurse for the rest of my life and whatever, but things have changed. And, um, mm. no, and I really, and I think even like, even what you just said about with your brand being so close to like you personally, it can be really yeah. easy to take it to heart and take it against you but that's where that self-worth work comes in and really needing to like get you know what I mean getting your mindset right and doing the personal development and like reading the books and taking courses when you feel called and like all of those things I think just can help build that foundation so that you know and my whole my whole thing too is like a really big shift for me was remembering that like this stuff's being channeled through me like it's not just me you know what I mean it's not just uh, it's not if this goes wrong it's not my fault you know what I mean like (laughs) this is and that helped me kind of like just with like the confidence aspect of it and like even from a sales perspective like the way that I talk about things now because I because Mm -hmm. I only do things that I'm excited about and excited to share like I'm fine coming on Instagram and talking about it but before I would have been like I am not talking about anything you know what I mean like I was so terrified and I feel like that's such a normal thing in the beginning that I feel like like you just said, showing up every day, even if it's just to say like, 
hope you guys are doing well, sharing what's going on in your life, like, you know, talking about how you're feeling or like what you're up to just to like bit by bit, you know, build that connection with people is huge. So mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And if I could just add one more thing that I wish I knew back then, it would be to take some more time to rest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously the action is, is so important, but back then, uh, like I was saying, it was very, very early on last year. And it was right before the pandemic started that I became a coach yeah. and, you know, the, the workaholic in me kind of took that as an opportunity to say, I should just hustle so hard because I have nowhere else to be and nothing else to do. And I work myself so hard every single day. And, and obviously I have no resentment towards right. that version of me because it allowed me to, to be in the position that I am right now. Mm -hmm. um, but funny enough, you know, the day that I signed that very first client mm -hmm. was the first day that I took off that whole period. And I really don't think that was any coincidence. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, and yeah, and I feel like, and I think especially when you're working from home, like especially with COVID mm -hmm. and everything and like Starbucks are closed down and like there's, you know, can't really go sit at a coffee shop or at least in the very beginning, like you couldn't, mm -hmm. I feel like it was really easy to just be like hustling. And I also am like, a like, I have to remind myself, like Sid, take a break. Like you don't have to be, you know what I mean? Especially balancing work and like my full-time job, which I'm going yeah. part-time in March, but I'm like, like, which is, I'm like, that's a whole other story and I'm so excited about it, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's incredible. And I, yeah, but I was, so, and I still to this day will be like, I don't need to do it. Like, I do not need to accomplish like a year's <laughs> worth of work, like in this quarter, like I can take yeah. it slow. And another thing too, that's been coming up, which is funny, we're talking about this is like, for me, like I get so excited about ideas that I'm always like, if I'm in the middle, like right now I'm, I'm launching a live course and we're in like mm -hmm. module three out of eight and it's an eight week program and everything. And I can already feel myself saying like, well, what am I going to do after this is over? And it's like really just getting present and being like, let's enjoy where we are right now with creating yeah. what we're creating. You know what I mean? Cause that mm -hmm. sustainability piece is if we just hustle and keep going and keep like running ourselves into the ground or like feeling, I, I also feel like in the beginning of like becoming an entrepreneur and starting your business, it can feel like you're behind because other people are already doing it. And you're like feeling like you have to catch up and feeling like you have to get to this point. And it's like, again, honoring that your journey is your journey. And that is going yeah. to look so different for you. And the people that you serve are going to benefit from your specific journey. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. not trying to be like everyone else who has already been doing this for like, it's not fair to compare yourself to somebody who's been doing it for like seven years when you just started it like yesterday, you know? Yeah. Oh, I definitely agree. And, and also just the fact that if you make the decision to start right now, you know, you're ahead as if you were to take another month to say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to think about this a little bit more and, and wait till I'm ready. Right. The only thing that you need to do yourself is just make the commitment to say that you're going to start yeah. and really only compare your own progress to, to how you're doing. Right and just know that everything's happening in divine timing for you. Like, I know that can be easier said than done sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's something that I wish I really took into consideration at the beginning because it's something that I knew because everyone said it, but I didn't truly embody it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any, like, specific things that you do or incorporate into your schedule that helps with, like, sustainability or what's your, or I guess, what does your, like, weekly work schedule look like? Just for out yeah. of curiosity. Yeah. So funny enough, I definitely am not as structured as I used to be. I think when I was still at my job, I really forced myself to be extremely organized or else 
you know, I wouldn't really get too much done. Um, so these days it is pretty free flowing, which is nice. Um, but I would say, you know, every week I upload two podcast episodes. Um, before I was doing two interviews a week, but now I'm working to do an interview and a solo every week. So I always love that going up, um, you know, working on my Instagram content and things for my Facebook group. I, I love going live at least, um, you know, twice a week. I do an Oracle card reading every Saturday in my group. And then I always love having some kind of extra training or challenge or something yeah. like that to deliver value. So always working on those kinds of things. And then of course, staying active on the stories and in the DMs and connecting is a daily practice. And then other than that, I would say those are kind of like the bare minimum things. Yeah. Like if I were to maybe have a week where I feel really burnt out or have a lot going on, like those are like kind of the non-negotiables. And then of course, you know, the next layer of thing is um, emailing my list, staying in touch that way, talking about current offers. And if I am launching anything new, of course, working on that content and, and whatever I'm doing to launch that. Um, so it does kind of vary, but I would say like at the very least, that's what a typical work week consists of. And, and I'm always doing other things too, whether it's um, interviewing people, whether it's getting interviewed like this, um, maybe it's working on a collaboration that I'm doing with someone else. And of course, working with clients, things like that in my own um, development in my business. But I would say at the very least, it, it kind of looks like that. <laughs> I love it. So what, let me ask you this question just because I know for people listening, it would be helpful if you were to like, and I guess this, I mean, this is who you work with essentially when you're mm -hmm. working with, um, or even thinking back to the very beginning of your journey, were you still doing all of those bare minimum tasks at the very beginning? Or like, what were your like, maybe first three things that you were like, if I can just get this done, like, I know that I'm on the right track just to kind of give people yeah. a way, you know what I mean? So that's like a really tangible, okay, like I want to start my business, like here are three things that I can do or however many you feel called to share. So I would say the very, very first thing that I committed to and I still do is showing up on stories daily on Instagram um, and, and making sure that I'm really, you know, speaking that people can see me and not just, you know, reposting quotes. That was something I really wanted to commit to was delivering value, having people get to know me, but also having you know, that face and that voice and, and having people understand my, my mannerisms and, and my humor, because that's what really builds a strong connection and, you know, builds that relationship and that trust with your community. So I always wanted to make sure that I was showing up. And, you know, obviously there have been days where I haven't done that. If I have been, you know, feeling sick, or maybe, you know, there's been something that happened in my life where I just really didn't feel um, prepared to show up and, and in my highest, but I would say at least like 95% of the days over the last year I have showed up daily. And, and that's something that I really, really commit to. Yeah. Um, I would say as well, uh, posting on Instagram. I am a firm believer that we don't need to post every day. I feel like quality over quantity really, really matters and having you know content that's really powerful. Uh, I don't think we need to do it every single day, but I love um, holding myself to the standard of at least um, two to three times a week. Um, and that's been something that I've been working with as well. And I, and I highly recommend too. Um, and then let's see another thing at the beginning I was really working on was just getting clear on my aligned client, uh, what I was offering and, and what my expertise was and really just understanding how to communicate that and, and coming up with the messaging that built my brand and really spoke to this, this one specific person. 
Um, and obviously that was a bit of a practice at the beginning. Um, and if you, if you, if you scroll back on my Instagram, you'll kind of see that some of my first few posts when I became a coach were a little bit more generic, I guess. Um, but over time I really found my voice because I wanted to have this really specific niche and just make sure that everything I was creating, whether it was a story, whether it was a post, whether it was a full on program that it was all you know, for this one person and really just getting that clarity because I feel like that's kind of the most important first step before you jump into anything. So I would say those are like the top three things. I love it. No, and (laughs) even like just what you were saying too, because that was something that I, when I first started was like kind of in this mindset of like, not, I want to help everyone, but I was very like broad about like what I was doing. And I moved from like the wellness space into like self-love coaching. And then everyone kept asking me like, how did you, how are you doing this? Like, what are you doing to build your business? I was like, like, let me help you. And now that's what I'm doing now. But I, I remember in the very beginning thinking like, if I niche, like this fear that if I niche down that like then I'd be like missing out on people to work with. And it's funny because I kept myself a little bit broader and then like I had clients that I worked, that I worked with and people and like the community even, and I was like, this just like, doesn't some of the, you know how, like, I don't know, we say if we can't help, if we try to help everyone, we can't help anyone. Like we Mm -hmm. all, that's a very common thing thrown around. Um, but really like, and just a reminder to anyone who's listening, who also feels the same way, like you, you may attract people in that you're like, I don't know if that's like my ideal client. And it's kind of, for me, it was like process of elimination, like almost so to speak. And it it was getting, I don't know, just like radically, um, I don't know, honest with myself about who I wanted to serve and not feeling like that was a bad thing. You know what I mean? To like limit, like to get really, really specific. Cause I think that was the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think at the beginning of the business too, it's important to have this abundance mindset when it comes to clients, because when I was saying before that I had those four months where I wasn't making any sales at the beginning, there was a part of me that really felt like, oh, I should just say yes to anyone who comes along because I really want to work with somebody. And the thing that I realized is that there are so like, there are billions of people in this world. Like there are people out there who specifically are looking for what you have to offer and they're they're looking for it right now. Uh, You just haven't shown up in their life yet. And I, and I remember there were some discovery calls that I got on where I was just thinking, this is really just not a fit. But also in my mind, I was like, well, I want to work with somebody. Maybe I should try and make it a fit. And and the thing is, is that it doesn't serve either of you to do that. And it's, you know, coming from your perspective, you, you have certain strengths and gifts and things to share. And if they don't match what someone's looking for, then you're not going to be, you know, the best coach that you could potentially be. You know, the person's probably not going to see the same results as another client and not because it was anything to do with either of you, but just because it wasn't a match and, and they would get so much better help from somebody who specializes in exactly what they're looking for. And, and at the end of the day, it's important to feel an alignment, not only from your side, but also from their side. And if something doesn't feel like the best fit, you know, having, having the, the worthiness, like you were saying, and, and that abundance mindset to know that, if I say no to this, there is someone else out there. And this isn't the, the end all be all. This isn't the last person that's ever yeah. going to book a call with me. <laughs> yeah, no, and even, and that goes back to what you were saying too, with like showing up, making sure you were showing up on Instagram every day. Cause again, yeah. if you don't, if we're not showing up, people don't know that we're here. People don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But, and it all really comes back, part comes back to us and like making that a habit. But I, 
no, I love that. And even like that money mindset has been a huge part of my business journey. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm now teaching on because I'm like, this has been something that like, like, thank you to Natalia for like everything right? that she does with that. Cause I'm like, I, yeah. And even like, like you said, shifting that mindset into like an abundance of not only clients, but also like sales and like how much you can make and like that whole, and I saw you were posting on your stories about like selling and like pricing and everything. So I love it. Um, what, let me just dive. I want to dive into that a little bit deeper in terms of that. How has your money mindset been like from the like very beginning of your business to now? Like, do you feel like you started off in like a lack mindset or do you feel like you've been pretty like good with like with that? Or is that something you struggled with? Or like if there was any journey with that for you? Yeah, that's a good question because I feel like no matter where we come from with money, we can always have something to work on. Like even people out there that have billions, I'm sure have something that they could work on. There's someone out there that's going to like come for me for saying that. But I, I believe that to be true. So, so when I first started my business, I will say that I felt very unconfident around pricing. And that's part of why I feel really excited to share that in my business now because I find, especially as spiritual women, sometimes we can feel a little bit icky about putting a price on something because we just want to help. Um, But also for many of us coming from a corporate background, we've never really put a price on ourselves before. Right. And, and that can be a tricky thing. And, and I remember when I started working with my coach, she suggested a certain pricing structure and I just felt like I couldn't do it. Like I just was like, Oh, I'm too, I'm too new to the game. Like who would even pay that to work with me? And, and I slashed the, the price that we talked about in half because I just didn't even feel, feel good about that whatsoever. And I, I realized, you know, I was going on discovery calls and people were saying that it was too expensive, even though I already had lowered my price so much. So what that made me think back then was, okay, maybe I need to lower my prices even more. And I realized the same thing kept happening which led me to this breakthrough of, you know, this doesn't really have much to do with the price, but it has everything to do with my confidence and my expression around the price. And that's when I started realizing, you know, I've, I've lowered my price how many times now? And, and people have still said the same thing. Um, I don't think this has anything to do with the price and everything to do with myself. And that's when I really started working on, you know, my own self-worth and feeling confident and saying, you know, I have this certain set of expertise. I, you know, have built my own business. I have worked in sales. I have sold things that are, you know, much higher in price than these. And, and I went to business school. Like I, I should feel confident in myself and, and know that, you know, people who have even worked with my free content have seen results. Like there's no reason that I should be scared. And, and every single time I got a discovery call, you know, my hands would get clammy. I would start to stutter when it came to talking about the pricing. And that made me realize, you know, it's, it's the confidence that we need to work on. And, and that was the journey for me over, you know, a bunch of last year that I was really, really working on. And I was able to come out of it, which is amazing. And, and now it's something that I'm excited to talk about because I know it's something that a lot of people deal with. And yeah, it's, it's important for us to talk about. I know sometimes the numbers can be a scary thing. Yeah. Right. Well, and that even like with, like I've had a coach, like coaches say like one specifically talking about, like she gave me like a, like a price point that she would recommend and everything. And I, I had like kind of a, it was like my energy wasn't behind that price. And I had to look at like, well, why don't I think that I'm worth that? 
And like, for me, it's been really helpful to like incrementally increase instead of going from like zero to a hundred, just my personal experience. Um, I know other people do different, you know, have different ways that they do it and that's beautiful. But I just found that like, for me to get that confidence behind what I was doing, it had to be like slowly increasing to where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because when it came time for me to tell someone how much something costed, I wasn't like, Oh my God, like, I don't want to say this. Cause it's so, I feel like so normal. Yeah. And like you said, like, well, think about even too, for people who don't have a business background. Like I thought to myself, if I can like, how, how in the world can I make more money in my business than I make? I'm a labor and delivery nurse. So I'm like, how can I make more money in my business, helping people with something that I absolutely love than like, I'm making helping people have babies at the hospital. Like that doesn't even like in my mind, I was like, what is happening? Like that doesn't even yeah. make sense. And that's a belief that I've had to overcome. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I just feel, especially like I said in the beginning, it's like, it's so, it can really freak you out with charging. And you think, oh, well, I shouldn't charge because I want to be of service. And I want to be, mm-hmm. like you were saying, a lot of these women are spiritual. Like all of, I mean, a lot of us are really spiritual beings and mm-hmm. are really tapped into that space. But it's also remembering that like, for us to be of highest service, we need to feel of highest service. So it's like, if we're just giving yeah. and giving and giving and giving, and we're not in that energy of receiving for what the work that mm-hmm. we're doing, it's not going to be as powerful when we, sh- when we do show up for our clients and for our community. So. Yeah, I agree. And, and obviously I think it's important to charge what you want, obviously, because right. you, know, you are a coach and, and this is your expertise. And and also, I'm sure we all have, you know, a certain kind of lifestyle that we want. And we want to be able to take care of our health and the people around us that we love. Um, but also, you know, technically speaking, this is also a business. And I, and I can guess that you have expenses. And I think that's the thing to remember, too, is that oftentimes when you have a job with a salary, there's nothing that you're putting into it, personally. You're not paying for any of their, their structures or their systems or anything like that. And when you have a business, those are you know, also things that can go into consideration of your price because it's most likely not free for you to be running a business. <laughs> right. No, that's, and that's a really, that's a really important thing too, to remember. Cause I, yeah, no, that's, that's so true. Um, yeah, no, I love it. And I, I also, I don't know, I'm just, I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. So I love geeking out about like business and money and like, that's like my whole <laughs> thing. So I like, just think it's incredible. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that's coming up for you? Like what, what are you working on right now? Like what things mm-hmm. are you excited about moving forward into 2021? Like share with us what you have coming up. Ooh, okay. That's such a great question. So I have a lot of ideas coming up of things that I really want to do this year. I would say first and foremost, one of the things that I'm excited about is doing more breathwork training since I want to start leading groups. And I'm also thinking about creating a membership for my business, which is really exciting. And I would also love to add that as a component to it. So that's one thing. And I also really want to create more programs and content this year around social media and, you know, creating authentic connection on there, being consistent, having the confidence to show up. Um, Because, you know, obviously, there's so many different factors that come into business, but I found Um, at least with working with the clients that I have in the past year, I've noticed that a lot of times Instagram can be kind of a tricky thing. Um, You know, knowing what to post, how to sell on there and not do it in a gross way. Um, But also, you know, how to infuse that into the content and like building out strategy around it. 
um, but even having the confidence to to show up and to go live and to express yourself freely, I found is something that can be a challenge. So that's something that I want to start talking about some more. And also too, I feel like that's one of the things too that I, even like what we were talking about is one of the most important things I recommend to get started. So that's also why I find it really important. And and also being able to deal with anything that comes up on there because, you know, I've had times personally where I've been in the middle of a live and, and someone's left a nasty comment. And, and personally for me, like I'm equipped to handle it, um, but I know that not everyone is. And I would love to, to chat about that a bit more. And yeah, and also sales. That's a big thing too. I think um, social media and sales would be a big focus for me this year. So it's so needed. Like it's so, especially for like, cause I also am, like I started my membership back in the summer and I'm like absolutely loving that aspect of my business, but also like, I don't know. I feel like with it being such a lot of the girls in my community are very like flowy and like go with the flow and intuitive, which is amazing. But I'm like, let's talk about the structure. Let's talk about the foundation. Like you're saying like with sales and with Instagram, cause those things are so key to like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's cool. But I also think like even what you were saying with that being a foundation is like showing up every day and everything. Let me ask you this for myself, but also for the community. If you were talking to somebody who say works full time, like for me, I work 12 hour shifts. I work overnight at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So in terms of showing up on Instagram daily, what would be your, I guess, advice on how to stay consistent while still working your full time job? Yeah. So I would say something that really helped me when I was still at my job was creating content ahead of time or even looking at maybe what I was launching or like what offers that I had currently and building my content around those topics. And also, you know, going on when you have the time, like something that really helped me was putting that time in my schedule around my job and what I was doing and saying like, okay, this is Instagram time. And other than that, you know, logging out to, you know, first of all, kind of keep my sanity, but also to say, okay, at, you know, five o'clock, as soon as the computer closes, maybe I'll have a glass of water and then I'm going to jump on and I'm going to talk about something and really just creating that, that structure for myself that helped me to stay accountable, but also boundaries that help me not get overwhelmed. Right. Yeah, I know. That's, I started with, the, I put the like one hour timer on my phone with Instagram and social media because I felt like I was so like consuming and I was like, I need a break. Yeah. So that boundary is super important as well. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can everyone find you and connect with you more? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. And if you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram. My username is at the court Barrett. And I also have a Facebook group that I would love for you to join. It's called the Spiritual Side Hustle Society. And there is daily content in there. I go live at least once or twice a week. And the community is, is just amazing. I adore those women. So I yeah. Love it. Cool. And I will link it all below. I'll have you send me the link to the, to the Facebook group, but I will link everything below. I will link your website below, the Instagram, and then the Facebook group. <laughs> you can find her. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.